Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the episode of the Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast for you and games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three unique perspectives and ranked skill range. I am the Benedict Cumberbin of this episode. With me are Benedict Cumberbin. Cumberbin? Nope, I completely botched this. <laughs> nope, you just called me the same thing you did in my Benadryl Cambertine. And our foxy lady, Liz. Oh, wow. Hey, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm nailing this one already. Uh, this week was our last game of, uh, was this? Yeah, this was part of our uh, high expectation games that we wanted to play. Yep. Uh, this was the one you were really looking forward to, Liz, but we played The Last Case of Benedict Fox by Plot Twist. The Last Case of Benedict Fox is a Metroidvania-style action-adventure platformer game where you are playing... Benedict Fox, who has a mysterious dark demon that accompanies you as you try to investigate your father's murder. But going around, so Liz, since this was the last game you were really looking forward to from the last Xbox showcase, how did it do? It's a pass. Ooh. I mean, I love the vibe of the game, but it's just so many things that I don't like or that I'm not good at. Like, I'm not good at puzzles. I, uh, that, that demon voice I found really irritating, (laughs) but I just, I had some issues with the combat and the platforming and I don't really like digging for things, but there were things that I liked, like the story is is what I mean. Like, like digging for story and like, I I don't know. Okay. I was going to say, I was like, that's ironic because you were playing a lot of Minecraft lately. (laughs) No, no, that's very true. What about you, Keith? Game overall. No, it is a game overall. It's, I mean, it's going to be one of the classic, um, you know, another Ori podcast, I guess, that I, I talk about how this game is not Ori. And I think that that bothers me in, in many ways. Not that it should be or could be, because it's not. But overall, I, I did mostly enjoy my experience with it. It just, there's there's things I didn't care for. And, and so that's why I'm like, not a very excited game about it. But it is a game. Yeah, I'm I'm with you as well. This is a this is a game for me as well, but I feel the exact same way as you, Keith. This it, the game had a lot of good pieces. It just didn't quite get them all together to make a really exceptional game. Uh, it's it is a Metroidvania style type of style of a game, but that wasn't like its main focus. To me, it felt like it was more trying to be a puzzle game, which was the highlight for me. I actually enjoyed the puzzles; they're very difficult, but. I, I thought they were really unique and interesting. I loved the world building. I thought the combat was really lackluster, though, and the platforming wasn't that great. Uh, and the game had a really hard time pointing in the direction of where you need to go, which really irritated me. But overall, I enjoyed it. I I thought this was at a I thought it was a fun time. Oh, I thought you were about to just give it a quick score, like to kick yeah, it yep. sounded like yep. it. And, like, yep. and I'll just end it right here. Okay, everyone. <laughs> I will not talk for the rest of the episode then. Uh, I mean, you might as well do your outro now. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the overall story of the last case of Benedict Fox, as I said, you there's this secret organization that you are kind of working for. You're kind of like a rogue agent, but you have been trying to f- piece together the mystery behind your father. And so when you try to confront him, you unfortunately find out that he has been murdered. So... You have this mysterious demon that is your companion that gives you the ability to essentially go into your father's mind and memories. And this is where the actual Metroidvania style of the gameplay comes in. And you are trying to piece together what happened to your father and 
who is your father? Because you don't really know him. You you were kind of ditched as a young boy, and you don't really know much about your family. But, uh, yeah. You're what separated you... from your companion at the beginning of the game. Why is that again? I, I, don't I started this know. game, like, twice, and I started it, like, three, four weeks ago, and then I beat it, like, a week ago. So I don't remember why you're separated from your companion. That's bugging me that I can't remember that. But I remember that you start out the game other than sort of a tutorial gameplay mechanic of like a hey you know you have to find your powers type of thing but outside of that i I can't remember like from a story perspective why that was or makes sense so so this game takes place kind of like in a um alternate reality of like a 1930s 40s maybe um and it's also takes place in Massachusetts. This is a Lovecraftian Metroidvania. I guess I should also also explain that. So it's kind of steampunkish. So even though it's kind of takes place like in the 30s or 40s, there is some interesting, weird occult type technologies and steampunk stuff going on. So it looks like you had some sort of device, and it broke during the tutorial, and that's why you lose your abilities because that device gives you a stronger connection with your demon. But your demon's still there. He just can't quite perform like he used to. Okay. Yeah, we all know that issue. <laughs> <laughs> That shocked me. I know. This is a PG <laughs> podcast. I, was, I just said that because I was looking to see if you guys were paying attention. Because I think it's funny when I said that. Keith's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh, what but, you're talking about. But no, I, I don't quite know. that. This is one of my complaints with the story. I thought the world building of this game is really cool. Because, like I said, there's like these two factions. There's one called the Inner Circle. And the other one's called the Order. I think that's what it was. And like so. the Inner Circle are the people who discovered the demons. And it kind of seems like and they discovered Limbo. Which the Order, the other people, consider it to be Hell. So they're kind of like a religious police like catholics versus baptists basically kind of like it's either hell or not hell and it's kind of all the same place but they're gonna argue about it anyway yeah and kill each other about it um but but yeah i i felt like there was a lot of things that were missing which kind of irritated me because yeah i don't quite know where your companion came from i don't quite get the artifacts which you can examine the like stuff in your inventory and look at it and but it doesn't really help you it's not like oh i because, like, you could open up that device that broke, and there's, like, a little creature in it. And it's like, well, what the hell is that thing? But it doesn't explain it to you. It's just, like, I don't know. It's just there, cool and creepy. There are a few pieces that actually do improve your your abilities. It, I, and I can only think of one. So maybe it is only just one. But it is there is one that actually mentions that it, like, improves your connection to your companion or yeah. something along those lines. Um, but, yeah, it's mostly all just lore. Am I the only one that wanted some cutscenes with the story? Yeah. I think it would have made a couple. me, but I, I feel like it needed more yeah. to really get me more interested and in stuff. Because like you could, you know, you pick up so many pieces of paper, and it just like I don't want to read the whole time. And graphically, I love this game, and so I really think that it would have been way better, and it would have held my attention more. Because the story is very cool. Like I, I ended up, I didn't beat the game. Uh, but I because there's puzzles. <laughs> no, I I even with a walkthrough I did not beat the game. 
where was I going? Oh, geez, it's about, too early to lose. Uh, yeah, it's too early to lose my train of thought. But <laughs> yeah, thought. I definitely would have cared more and gotten more from it. But I, I looked up the story and I did find it very interesting. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with you, Liz. I, I wish there was a little more cutscenes because we've obviously complained about this with a lot of these games uh, that came out here in May that uh, we were excited for, that we've been doing a lot of just picking up pieces of paper and lore and having to read. This game, I felt like, had a little bit less. There's still quite a bit of things to collect, but I felt like it actually gave you more relevant information than a game like Redfall, where you just got really completely pointless lore. But yeah, I it still confused me. I read everything. I watched everything and tried to listen to everything, and I'm still kind of like, I don't quite get what's going on. I mean, I feel like most of the things you pick up and find around... Like you said, they're like artifact tokens, and it's like this is why this is important to the order or the inner circle, and like what the kind of magical piece about it is. But it's really just—I mean—it ends up being your currency, really, is because yeah. it gives you your currency to to go to the shops and stuff. But yeah, I don't—I I don't know if I fully agree on the story. I think it was—it had a good premise and not spoiling it but the ending just sucked oh the and, ending was and, awful and 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 you know obviously i am not the story guy um but it i am by the by the end of it it no liz is the story guy obviously uh, she's a lady oh <laughs> <gasps> but anyways it just by the end of it made me so mad that i just I, I didn't care about any of things that happened because it was just so stupid and it just, it was abrupt and it didn't, it didn't give me anything that I went, I just, I don't want to say I wasted my time because I didn't invest myself into the story. That's the part where me came out, but this game got me because spoiler alert, there's an achievement for watching all the cutscenes, So I watched them. That must've killed you. Nah, I just didn't pay attention. Uh, I played games on my phone instead. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I, I thought it was a fine story, but the ending just, and that ruined it. I mean, I'm glad I didn't see it, so. The, the ending's not the worst ending in a game, but I 100% agree with you, Keith. It felt so rushed. It felt like they needed to get this game out, and they were like, oh, crap, uh, let's just kind of quickly, like, they had an idea for the ending, but they just, like, ran out of time, and so they're like, whatever, let's just kind of throw this in. It felt just so rushed in the end. Maybe but, uh, that's why they're teasing DLC or like a, a second because they're like, maybe we'll just end this here and then we'll pick it back up with another story. But you know what this game kind of actually felt like to me? It kind of felt like a sequel. It felt like, hey, we already established this world and universe. You know what's going on. You know Benedict. You know his companion. Here we go on another adventure kind of that's thing. That's a good point. It is his last case. Yeah. So maybe a sequel is going to be a prequel. Uh, but that kind of okay. but that kind of sucks because, like, I want to know more about the world. Why would you then fill in the pieces of like who the companion uh, is and stuff like that? I, I still, I still actually though, as much as I actually think that would be cool, I don't, I don't think it would be though because, without spoiling, just the nature of that little extra scene at the end of the credits leads me to believe that anything they would pick up would ha take place after the ending or that doesn't really make sense i think yeah yeah but i don't know well but i but i think a prequel would be better because i think if you gave some background really to more to these but i don't know even the final boss that you you fight really is 
you don't meet him at all in, in I mean in the game you meet him in the game but that's like in the world um the canon of of last last case here you meet him for the first time there too so I I don't know going back in history would it make sense <laughs> no well it definitely shows like they had some history well they his dad had history with him but oh that's don't. right yeah that's true so you just have history with the organization so unless maybe the prequel is your father, maybe you play as your father. I don't know. We're spending too much time on a speculation, I guess. I know. We should also point out that this game is actually very dark. Like some of the stuff that you see in it, which I forget at the beginning was A lot was of baby there... strollers. Oh, I was like, wait, it's like, wait, do you mean like literally dark or like no, depressing like dark? Depressing dark, yeah. um, which I I forget. I played a game recently. I don't know. I don't remember if it was this one, but was there like a warning at the beginning? Yes. In which you yeah, it tells you like, hey, there's some things that are kind of sensitive, and you have an option to reveal spoilers to see what those sensitive things are. But yeah, no, it definitely is a uh, pretty depressing. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's supposed to be a Lovecraftian game, in which if you know Lovecraft, it's usually not the happiest world. Didn't we establish on an episode like a year ago that Liz didn't know it? Didn't? Or am I making that up? No. Well, are you know? are you aren't overly familiar? I'm not overly familiar. I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast, but yeah, I didn't really know before the podcast. Was it you? I thought you looked up like uh, H.P. Lovecraft stuff, and you found out he's like a massive racist. Oh, uh, but yeah, I oh, probably. <laughs> I sure that, that I think that was me. Yeah. But I, I really didn't know much before the, the podcast, but yeah. Well, I actually I mean, forgot I about that big, until you said it. <laughs> I, say, I don't, I mean, I, don't, I think, it, I feel like Lovecraft is like kind of like a niche interest for people. I don't know. It's like he's very popular, but at the same time, people either like love, love, love him and they'll tell you all about him or they're like, yeah, I don't know who that is. Oh. But I don't know. They love craft, not hate craft. Wow. <laughs> I hate that I just said that for you. <laughs> But I also think that, like, one of the things... I don't know what's a spoiler or not. did kind of surprise me. Like, I like the, the suicide... If it's coming from you, it's probably a spoiler. I know. Well, I, I paused so that you can cut it out. But I was going to say the, the suicide I, surprised well, me. Well, I, I paused subject. so you could cut it out. <laughs> so rude. It's fine, though. It's, it's, I don't think it's, like, a spoiler because it's, like, part of the main story. But, yeah, it's fine. I'll allow it. But what about the suicide? No, I just said that it would kind of surprised me. I mean, obviously, like at the beginning, I mean, like there's, you know, your dead dad in the basement. Like, I mean, obviously it starts off kind of, you know. Yeah. But I, I was just kind of surprised at the the way the game, because like, I mean, you're also coming across these doors with like the, the monster teeth and stuff. Yep. But for some reason, it still surprised me. I saw that later on. I think with like the, the scenes, like the, the video of the game that we watched before we played it. I didn't realize like how dark it was going to be. Not that I'm, you know, upset about it by any means. Well, but did I you just... see the cut scene of like? Uh, how far into the game is that? Near the end. Oh, then no, I did not. Oh, is it really depressing? A little bit. It's, it's like one thing I do like about the story with like how they mixed the Lovecraftian atmosphere with this game is the depictions of what's going on. Because yeah, you're following your father and his wife. And how they're trying to have a child, you know, essentially have this family. But, like, I liked how the story was going with, like, these real-world problems of these kind of conflicts while also throwing in a supernatural side to it. 
I really enjoyed what they were doing with the story. I just like, like he said, I just felt like the ending just felt so rushed and it felt like they were building so good. And then it just, at the end, it was just like, crap, throw it all together. There's the game. So it just really disappointed me, but I wanted more of the story because yeah, the cutscenes is like the, what they did have for cutscenes are awesome. Yeah. But yeah. But the thing that just irritated me the most is the one thing that shouldn't irritate me in a Metroidvania type of style of a game is the platforming. I, I got really annoyed with the platforming in this game. That and the combat. I really thought you were going to say it was the scream when he was getting tattooed. Oh, well, that's, an- <laughs> that's, a, that's another thing. But that only happens a handful of times. But yes. You get, oh, you get quite a bit of tattoos. You do. And it's just constant. <laughs> oh, oh. It's like, okay. Okay. And I was afraid to skip it because as Keith said, there's, a, there's an achievement to not skip any cutscenes. And it's so, every single time. So if you're getting tattoo after tattoo after, like it's been a while since you've been to like the, yep. the main area. It's, and, it's going, oh, and I'm like, oh, I can't skip this. I don't want to miss this. It actually didn't bother me. It, the other voice, the the demon voice, like really annoyed me. And how slow he talked. And he I was didn't just bother like, me at all. It's like, can you speed it up? <laughs> no, I, oh, I I'm, I'm so rude. It's it for me it wasn't the speed it was like so you have the you know movie tv game like dark brooding demon voice mm-hmm. but it was a dark brooding demon voice the rocks it just it oh it was it didn't it it felt so forced that it felt like it was someone trying. I mean, it was someone doing a fake demon voice or whatever, but it it sounded like that's what someone was trying to do in my living room, not a yeah. professional voice actor. And it just, I didn't, I didn't think it was very good, honestly. Um, and I prefer it, it the yelling. Constantly annoyed me. It, yeah, I just was like, okay, cool, he's talking again. You know, I could uh, add audio clips for our listeners so they like understand. But I think I'm just going to have him appreciate our interpretations of <laughs> him getting a tattoo and Keith to the demon. I mean, Keith, would you rather have the demon bird from uh, Redfall as the uh, voice acting? Uh, what was the demon bird? I don't know if I remember the demon bird. I Are think you I take you pretty much everything it. over it. I'm sure I did. I've, I have largely written Redfall out of my brain. <laughs> I have, but it still hurts. <laughs> it still hurts my brain. But sorry to interrupt your segue to the gameplay. Yeah, the I know. You went straight to audio. And because I, I have some things to say about the platforming. Okay. Please do. First of all. <laughs> oh, oh, we got a list going. First of all. Okay. Here's a list. So one of the things that I did not like. So the double jump. It, you can only double jump if there is that little purple ball. Yep. But sometimes it doesn't work. Yep. There was one area I thought I was doing something wrong. That's when I first picked up the walkthrough. It would not let me double jump. And I saw it in the video and the guy did it. Would not I, The purple came up. It would not allow me to double jump in this one area. And then so after like a thousand tries, I get to the next area. I do the 1, double jump. A thousand tries? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get to the, the next jump. You look at me. You know I'm bad at remembering where I am. I know, but I'm sorry. <laughs> and I did the double jump perfect. And then there's like a, a wall with a door. And all of a sudden this guy comes up, uppercuts me, and drops me back to before 
I did the double jump that I couldn't do. So then I had to do this whole sequence again. And the little you know what wasn't even there anymore. I was so irritated. And I... No, remember that other segment that I first... You actually... No, it was Keith who I think was ahead of me. Yes. Um, When you're trying to jump over some... Like a poisoned lake... And enemies literally are camping on the other side. And you your double jump isn't very high. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you can double jump over the lake and the enemies. So as soon as you kind of clear the lake, the enemies just punch you and knock you back into the lake. And like, I couldn't get past it. Was it you or was it Keith? Oh, it was one of you. It was Keith. That I didn't was get me. punched into a lake. Yeah. yeah it was, it was driving even, me bonkers. Yeah. Because that was sort of, I think that was about halfway through the game. And that was the point where, obviously you pointed out the accessibility settings because I knew they were there. But I think I just needed someone to be like, yeah, just use them. Because then I did. <laughs> you needed and, my permission to use the accessibility. I mean, a little bit. It's it's, it's a weird <laughs> thing because I, I really don't care for your approval. As a matter of fact, I I, I often don't want it. But in a, in a case like this, I'm like, I, nope, I can't do it. If Andrew's not going to do it, I'm not going to do it. I felt uh, embarrassed to do the one-hit kill. But I was like, this combat sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, so it I really ended up was worth it. Do it. Yeah, and I didn't care if there was an achievement or not, which there isn't, I'm yep. assuming, because you did it. But yeah, I just one-hit kill. Yeah. It, well, it's one of those things, too. I, I think I made the joke to you, Andrew. It's like... I always am afraid to do it because I'm like, well, then I'll just do it. And then one of two things is going to happen. One, I will actually forget to turn them off. And then I just play through the whole game. I'm like, oh, well, I didn't need to do that. Or then you just get a little tease of it. And you're like, oh, this is just better. And I'm going to do it. And I like, I or I love games that have accessibility settings that give the option for people to have this. But I don't want the game to improve when I put them on. If if I don't need them, if that makes sense. Like yeah. I played most of... of uh, you know, uh, fantastic Mr. Fox here without the accessibility mm-hmm. settings. And I was doing just fine. And I could have beat the game without them, but I got to a point where I just didn't want to anymore. And I, that's where I think I got bothered with the gameplay the most is I, you said it earlier, the puzzles are hard. I don't think they're hard, but they're challenging. Yeah. And, and, and it's a semantics thing, but I, in my mind, I think I appreciate challenging and I, I really enjoyed all of that aspect of it, but yeah, like that point you were talking about, that's when I turned on the accessibility settings. I turned on invincibility and it still took me a solid five minutes to get past that part because even with invincibility, they still push you. They just don't hurt you. So I had to still come up with a whole method. Pro tip that I figured out is use the invisibility powder and then you can actually just sneak right by them. And I think that's what you're supposed to do. But it's, I don't know, it's a, it's a skill in the game that i just never used and felt like i had to until all of a sudden that one very specific spot and pretty much could have gone the rest of the game without it too yeah so it's just, yeah yeah see i love the accessibility options as well because i first started this game in normal so i was like puzzles are going to be you know this puzzles will be challenging you know the exploration is kind of challenging the combat's challenging but you can turn on like different accessibility options at any time so yeah, I was like you, I was playing for a while and I was like, I could have yeah, beat this game normal and stuff like that. But I was the exact same way, Keith, where after a while I was just getting frustrated with the combat because the combat was the first thing I just did not like. The controls just did not feel responsive. So first off, so I probably really wouldn't recommend this game for cloud play because I just didn't feel like the controls alone were responsive. And then to have some sort of input lag with the, uh, the X cloud play. I mean, if you're okay playing this game without with the accessibility options on it's it's fine 
But yeah, this game is also like 12 to 16 hours. And it was about like the five hour. No, it's like the three, four hour mark where I turned on the one hit kill, but I did not turn invincibility on. So I could still die, but I could take enemies out. So I did that for a while. And then I was like, yeah, I think I was got to a part like you were saying of like the enemies knocking me off that I was like, okay, screw this. I'm getting sick of being sent back. I'm turning invincibility on. Well, because there's load screens when you die, right? Yeah. And there's like whenever you use the map to go somewhere else, you have a load screen. Yeah. And they're actually pretty long. They are. But the cool thing about the load screen is like it actually shows you like your case board. So it's kind of like showing you piece together what's going on, which I thought was a cool touch. But it, it was. And it was something that I was excited about early on because I thought it was going to be very tunic like that I was going to have to really study this board and like, okay, we're piecing yeah. things together. But it, you didn't. You like, I, I wanted that to be one big puzzle as well. So yeah. I was a little disappointed in it, but it is a cool thing. Like I, I agree. I liked it, but I, I also wanted more out of it. Yeah. But I, I just ended up skipping the combat because to me, like I said, the highlight of this game was the puzzles. And I, I see what you're saying, Keith. Like the gate, the puzzles weren't like hard. They were just challenging because this whole, the whole premise of the puzzles focuses around like these symbols that equal out to a number. So I it really liked figuring out this codex of this puzzle that was kind of going on. Like it was essentially like, you know, this numbering system. I thought it was very cool. All the puzzles are kind of based around it. But isn't it weird that there's no zoom? Yes. There like was some the page, parts, like yeah. yeah, for so for me there sometimes I was trying to use the codex and I couldn't read it. And I'm I'm like using like a big screen. And also like there's no something that I saw online someone was complaining about is that you have all these accessibility options so you can like instant solve the puzzle, but there's no like hint option. Yeah. So I that's something a lot of people are upset about where it's just like I want to do the puzzle, I just need a little hint. And yeah. also we need a zoom. Which thank you you reminded me another option of why this game is not good on XCloud because yeah, when you're doing a puzzle, you're opening like a book. So when I play XCloud, I play on my cell phone, so it's already kind of a small screen. It was next to impossible to read the puzzles. So I do not recommend... Overall, then, I guess I do not recommend this game for xCloud. Because it was way too hard to see some of the puzzles, which was unfortunate. But, yeah, like, the puzzles... Yeah, when you print the accessibility for the puzzles, as Liz said, it's just auto-solve. Which I eventually turned on near the end. Because my other huge complaint with Last Case of Benedict Fox... I had sometimes no idea what I'm doing. Like... I'm seeing puzzles, but I don't know if I have the pieces for those puzzles. So it was kind of frustrating where I'm like, well, what puzzle am I supposed to solve right now? Like, I don't... Because, like, obviously with it being a Metroidvania game, you kind of get pieces of skills and, and items to kind of help you progress through the game. But you're seeing these doors and stuff, and it's just like, well, can I solve this door right now? I, I just don't know. Because the game did an awful job of directing you. So I would actually turn on the puzzle auto-solve... And I would say, auto-solve a door. And then it would tell me, oh, you don't have all the pieces yet. So I'm like, okay, I can't solve this door yet. And then I would try to go to find another one. I mean, when you go to the map, and it's not very helpful, but it does have the little question marks and stuff yeah. to indicate like where you haven't been. Yeah. But you're right. It really wasn't um, laid out for you. In which there's an accessibility option, too, for exploring. Saying like, oh, I want a challenge with exploring, or I really don't, like I need direction. It did not help at all. The only thing it helped you was kind of figure out if there's like some collectibles you could get in an area. But that was it. It did not help me with direction at all. And with the, as we said, with the loading screen, you kind of see, see like a case board. I was really actually hoping this game would be more like a murder mystery of you trying to f- solve and figure out this case. But it, unfortunately, it's not. So, yeah, that, well, one of the things I was going to say was on the combat, what I 
like as we're talking about it and and I'm thinking back on it, I, I think what strikes me the most is especially for a Metroidvania combat like platforming type of game, there was such a lack of diversity in the fighting and yeah. the combat. Like you had uh, uh, your knife attack and you had your gun. Your gun sort of changes, but not really. You just gain more bullets. It does more power. I think you get like a stomp attack, but there's no skills. You get a grab, there's... you get a throw. Like your demon gets some skills. It does, but did you ever use any of them? Well, no, because I had the one kill hit kill on, so. Outside of, I, there was one skill and one skill alone that I did use consistently, and it was the grab, but it was the grabbing flying creatures because by golly were those crying creatures annoying. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I felt like all I did was just jump in and swing a bunch like I or I shot because also the the gun was largely a one hit kill in the first place so I just I don't know that the combat was so boring and that was the reason I didn't want to do it because it certainly wasn't really all that difficult there was I think a couple bosses that oh. gave me some some large well there's, oh, I there's, think two, I know you're going there's two fighting bosses but the other bosses are running bosses and yeah. by god those bring were that up, awful yeah. Oh. So bad. I saw Andrew doing one of them, and he was getting so irritated. And I gave the controller. You're like, let me try. You're like, I might have to get her stuck. You tried like five times, and you were like, this is awful. The first time that I tried it, the first obstacle, I, I died, and yeah. I was like, this isn't this isn't going well. But it's one of those things too, where I saw videos where people were doing it, and they're like, it's not letting me do the double jump it's yeah. not letting me do or whatever it was like the platforming was very janky i didn't personally do it or i i tried yours but i didn't get far enough to actually like you know yeah but yeah it's very much hated yeah but that's okay so that i think to me is probably my last big complaint about this game because like i said i still gave this game a game and i, I feel like i'm <laughs> complaining a lot about it just the, the story and the puzzles to me really kept me involved uh and then later we would get into it the environments i thought were very awesome but yeah, it's just the gameplay just really left me wanting more. Because um, like I said, like, as Keith was saying, like you start off very early fighting a boss. And so I was kind of very excited at first with this game. Where I'm like, cool, this combat's going to be fun. You do have a shield that does a parry, which once again is also very difficult. Because like I said, the controls always felt like they were slightly delayed. And you really kind of need to be precise with that parry. Also to the visually aspect of the parry. I couldn't tell if I got hit or it did parry. It just flashes really bright in your screen, so I had a hard time figuring out if I was successful. But um, yeah, the first boss fight I thought was fine, and then it's like, yeah, well, you don't really fight a boss till about near the end of the game, and it was, which really just disappointed me. I, I don't know why they decided a chase scene boss. Those things were so frustrating, and then well, and a stealth boss. They also have a stealth boss, which was also it was fine. It was fine, but it really it didn't frustrate it me was, like the chase one. No, it was it was too difficult though, for what it could have been because all you really did was just walk across. It was like a slow running well, it's a 2D boss. Two D game, so oh, I know, but it was really just a slow running boss is all yeah. it was. And and at that token, it was so slow. And that was my complaint: was your walk speed was ugh, in that in that fight or thing. Um, but I I didn't care for the running bosses. But I think what it was is they. I don't want to say that they tried to rip off Ori, but it was they were great in that, and they worked so well. But the reason was is that 
Ori had fantastic flowing movement for yeah. a platformer. This it, it had more game than a double jump. Does not. It is. It is a well. You have a triple jump too in this. Yeah. But the but yeah the double jump. It, it's that connection thing, and it's so silly. I get why I they just, went with it because like you have a demon companion, and a, you know he's the reason you have these abilities. So I understand fair. the concept of it, but I think it would have been fine if they just showed the animation of like tentacles grabbing something. Not have an actual mechanic. Spider-Man style. Yeah. Not have an actual mechanic of, hey, you got to see the cliff. It's got to have a reticle on it. Like, the weird mechanic of that just made no sense. Yeah. The thing I was thinking, and I was thinking of this on the puzzles earlier when you were talking about it, and I, I, and I forgot. I lost my focus, but I got it back, is that what I wanted out of, like, each puzzle, like most puzzle type of games will do, they'll give you one. You know, the first one's freebie always where they show you how to solve it. And so that when you come across them in the future, you know, but you, you have to figure out how that one in particular is solved. And it doesn't do any of that. It just throws them at you and says, well, good luck. Most of them are pretty easy to figure out. I, I used the accessibility for the tarot cards, but it's a, it's a weird system, but it's actually pretty easy when you, when you look it up. And I used it for, or I had to look up uh, the little symbols that you find around uh, the the little like rifts and oh the rifts in the, oh yeah yeah oh yeah they were called rifts um, but those ones were actually my favorite when I figured them out because yeah. I thought those those puzzles in particular were the most unique in the sense that like you had to search for the number around the map to yeah figure it was out an how environmental puzzle. Yeah, instead of just being like, hey, here's the thing, now pull up your codex and do it, you had to actually search for the number and figure out how they were, you know, how they were hiding it in the map. And so there was like a hide and seek to it as well. And I I just thought those were a lot of fun. And I kind of wish there was more of them. Yeah, I, I will say at least with our biggest complaints of like the platforming and the combat, I think it could be patched. So hopefully when you're listening to this, like, they maybe patch the things that it's more responsive. And I think this game could be a lot better because I think what's there for the combat wasn't bad. I just, I just did not like the controls. It just frustrated me. And the weird thing too, about the combat, like I felt like 80% of this game, I had four health bar and it wasn't near the end of the game where it was finally like finally giving me health upgrades and my health bar felt bigger, which was so weird because I was upgrading my health potions and my health potions were more efficient, but it's like, I still just have a four hit health bar. So it made no sense to me. I can't imagine the combat being good. Even with a patch, like I never really enjoyed it. And at least at the point that I got to, it was just very samey. I mean, I know later on you get the, the tentacles and, and that kind of stuff, but it was just too slow of a progression. They're, I was facing all the same enemies. I don't know. I just, I, I'm going to chalk the, the uh, combat up to a loss for um, me. You can tell me I'm, I'm wrong. It's okay. No, I, I'm. You are. Liz is right. I don't. I don't. I don't think a patch could solve the combat in this. I think it could smooth out some of the, the kind of like janky aspects of the platforming. But outside of that, I. I don't think you're gonna patch the combat into being good. It's just, it's lackluster and it's disappointing. So if I don't know if they do a second one in some capacity, then I sure hope they find a way to make it more fun. Uh, but I, I'm with Liz on this one. Uh, there's could, no patch to save the day. You just call me lackluster. You know, as Liz okay. does. <laughs> Thanks, Liz. 
Dang, two in one night, Andrew. You are on fire. <laughs> You're, we're going to have to slap a PG-13 on this. <laughs> what? That's not that bad. I didn't even think of it that way. <laughs> <laughs> she was just thinking like of you. I like how quickly she said, okay, too. <laughs> well, no, like... because she was just thinking of you just overall as a human being, lackluster. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> she wasn't thinking about one particular aspect, just in general. <laughs> You're just a lackluster human being. <laughs> She's not disagreeing either. <laughs> uh, but Liz, you like collectibles. Did the game do anything for you for collectibles? Yeah, I like the collectibles. And a lot of the stuff was very nice to look at, even if it was grotesque sometimes. I think that they did a good job. Like, I like when you can, like, turn the things. Although, like, I feel like whenever I turn the stuff around, I didn't really find anything yeah, on Keith it. Yeah, Keith made no. that point. <laughs> yeah, doubt, so you why just, have yeah. it? It was so annoying to me because they, they made that so early on. Like, every, like I was saying about the puzzles, like, give me one free. One of the first collectibles you find, they're like, oh, make sure you search them. Ooh, there's a key here. And you get all excited. You're like, oh, it's going to be a fun little hunt. There's like four items in the entire game. So I spent all this time rotating things in circles, analyzing, inspecting, and nothing. What yeah, a waste items, of my time. And the items and where and, you and had you, were very obvious. <laughs> yeah, and if they weren't obvious, you couldn't put the item away without getting it. Oh, really? So, <laughs> I, well, I didn't try, but I'm oh. fairly certain you couldn't. So I just, yeah, it was, it like teased me with this like fun little aspect and then there was none of it. Yeah, it I, I agree. Stupid. I was expecting that too where I'm like, oh, cool. It's going to be like a fun, like kind of I spy search thing where I'm going to look through an object and here's a little hidden thing. No. <laughs> yeah, you're going to look and you're going to find a date on the back of something yeah. that's going to help you solve this case because you think there's some sort of mystery you're solving. There's no mystery you're solving. <laughs> the mystery is where are the puzzles? Give me George Clooney. I'm done with this game. What? Fantastic Mr. Fox. I uh, told you I was going to reference uh, that all night long. I, I, I forgot he was Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> that was, that was I didn't watch it, so I didn't get it either. Okay. It's, it's, it's all right. It's a it's a fantastic movie. Actually, no yeah, intended. I love that movie. Highly recommend it. Actually, I, it's actually like very good for kids. Like, I mean, there's nothing bad in it, at least, that I can think of. Killing of chickens. No, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, the thing I did love though is the graphics. Uh, I will say, I think the environment they did a great job. So, like I said, you're kind of going into these people's like deceased people's memories, and that is limbo, and that's where you're kind of seeing, you know, that's where you're encountering the enemies and stuff like that, and exploring these environments. Once again, this game does a great job building this world. I thought it was really cool of how the worlds were designed. It shows elements of like, hey, this is a real world, but it's of course like grotesque looking or destroyed and warped. And so are the enemies. Awesome. I thought the environments were gorgeous to look at. And then you go back to like the main house, like out of limbo yeah. and like the, it's kind a Victorian of, mansion. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And I really like the contrast of that. And overall, I love the graphics. Yeah. I, I loved the character designs too. I thought the character models were really cool. The mood, the color. I mean, one thing I will say, again, is that earlier I was talking about the platforming, how like there's sometimes where you like you can't see an enemy because of the way that the background is constructed. Because yeah. uh, th like, things are just so dark. Like it's like a black post and it's just hiding right at that post. Yep. So, I mean, that's, you know, being nitpicky. 
but uh, that's it is inconvenient. Yeah, no, it irritated me a couple times. I tried to walk through a room and something punched me, but I couldn't yeah. see it because of how the camera was. Yeah, it's well, like a, like many a Metroidvania platformer will do. They give you the foreground, which I thought was cool because it. Like the foreground, as I recall, it's it's like very detailed, and it actually looks I don't want to say realistic, but it's it's like like high fidelity graphics or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. It's like all very sharp and realistic versus the game itself sort of has a I don't know very cartoony look to it, but like good yeah. cartoon like graphic novel I would even say. Um, but I, I I don't know I I liked that kind of. Um, contrast between the foreground and the background or like the actual world you're living in and then like you were talking about too like the environments as you go into these memories yeah it's like you see a room of the house that you're in this memory but it's all broken down and you know there's monsters in there and it's destroyed and it's just uh, it, it, yeah it's it's really cool in the, the design aspect of it it's just a shame that i didn't really care to explore it because i was really just ready to be done playing the game the only thing that irritated me with the environment is every once in a while, like in the background, you'll see like um, a repeating story of like a ghost silhouette, but they don't, there's no dialogue. So like yeah. your characters will kind of make a comment about it of like, oh, this is a shameful scene, but it's like so quick. Like, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, like you see yeah, people like, fighting and it's like, well, what are they fighting about? Like, what's so shameful about this? Like, I don't quite get the context. Well, yeah, like, I didn't know, like, did your father cheat on your mother? Did he have, like, a second family? I Well, kind of, because you are, like... Are we, spoil- are we doing spoilers? But, I mean, well, kind of, because, like, well, you're an estranged son, and he has a new wife, so, I mean, you're kind of the, the second family, I guess. But I don't yeah. know, but, like, there's just... That's what I mean. Like, I felt like this game was trying to do a lot of environment context and storytelling, and I think it really missed the mark with that because the the cutscenes were few and far between. Like the silhouettes were few and far between. There's no audio, and they were just so quick. It, it wasn't like, hey, I'm going to pick up a piece of paper with that silhouette going on that'll explain more of the context. And so it, I just a lot of the times it just was like, oh, okay, there's ghosts, but I don't get what's going on. Yeah, or maybe if they had like a full dialogue about it, like, yeah, this was the time when my father did this. Yeah. And then they explain why it's a shameful event. Otherwise, I don't know. I could take a lot of context from what's happening there. I mean, I think she's sitting on the bed crying and he walks out with his head in his hand. There's a lot of shameful things that could have happened. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> what happened? I know. Did someone like poop in the bed? You know, is, is someone like... <laughs> I promise this never happens to me. Was it just a simple tiff? Like he forgot to take the trash out? Like what's going on? I don't, I, there's a lot of things that could be going on here. It's but probably I mean, I think we probably rule out the trash. That doesn't seem like it would reach a level of, of being shameful, but I, but I get what you're saying. Is she reminded <laughs> him shame- five seconds before. I mean, <laughs> Here comes Liz. <laughs> well, he should know to take the trash out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like that was just like a little bit of a disappointment for me because even too, there's a couple times where it's a cutscene, and so it's like you and your companion watching, and like their context is also very relevant because it was it was always piecing the things that were obvious like oh they're 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 really having a fight here what's oh this is crazy oh and she hit something in a chest like that was kind of their context and it's like well i could see that's what's going on like can you guys give me some more input of the story like what's going on and, and like i think that's what just built up to the disappointing end of like 
I thought there was going to maybe be a bigger cutscene of it all pieced together, and there just wasn't. It was just like, ah, come on. But at least it looks pretty. <laughs> was there music? There yes, there was. There was in the mansion. Yep. And I loved it, and I'm really um, bummed that it didn't kind of carry out through Limbo or like. I think they needed more. Maybe it's just because I love that music so much. Yeah. I feel like I definitely just wanted more throughout the entire game. Liz was just keeping the game up with that music running, and she's just dancing. Yeah, I just went back to that shop all the time. Yeah. <laughs> just to... You know what I? You know what? Another thing that kind of bums me out about that though is they had that radio, and I know you could pretty easily like mess around with the dials and ups. There was nothing. There was no puzzles. There was there. two stations. You either got music or you got news. So but that's like, what I'm saying. Like they could have had fun with that. Like yeah. there could have been puzzles and you could have I was expecting a puzzle. I assumed I was yeah. missing something, yeah. so I just kept it on the music. Yeah. And even if it wasn't puzzles, but just like little hidden things around where you could find hidden stations where there is, you know, interesting things going on. I I just it was it was kind of a miss on the on the audio front for me. But I, I think I forgot about the music. It had a lot of spooky entire. music. Like uh, environmental kind of eerie music, like it was, it was fine. Uh, but I will say, I, I like the, I love the voice acting. Like whenever there was actually dialogue going on, I actually really enjoyed it. You guys complained about the companion, but I thought he was fine. I know, Liz, you're just impatient. You just wish he talks faster. No, it was I also it was his. Like I agree with what he said uh, about his voice, and I mean, Can you, you complained about him screaming. <laughs> I think we, it's we need to It's been too long Liz since impression. I played the game. Come on, Liz. You never did <laughs> an elephant I noise. I think that I will. I will because people voted for it. Thank you Are for you reminding me. I need to practice. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we can get Liz to do elephant noise on a game that what, has no elephants. Come on. Mark a date for our listeners. When, when are you going to practice and when are, they, when are they going to hear your elephant noise? She's just going to max it. And it's gonna, that's how she's going to Let's try to remember in two weeks. <laughs> okay. But you have to remind me. But I still stand by what I said earlier. I would rather deal with the tattoo scream than listen to the companion. So you also complained, is what I'm saying. Yes. But, we but, just dislike different things. <laughs> but I thought the, the tattoo artist, which once again, she was a very another big mystery. And like that was kind of something that was like, eh, she, Was she like rug. a Salem witch? Because that, that was the vibe I got. Because you pick up some sort of artifact and you see her in like medieval like, times. Yeah, or they they show her, but then they basically allude to her being that. And I think at one point you ask her about her past, and she just kind of brushes you off as like you don't need to know about that. Yeah, and it's weird, you're right? Like it's, I kind of want to know more about it. You're right. I I think that would be an interesting whatever. Like you, the guy, the guy who just sits there and is the shop owner. He owns the house, but who? Who's, who is he? I think he knew your dad, but I don't know. I don't really tell you who any of these people are. Yeah, it's it's just weird. This is what I mean where I feel like this game is like a sequel. Like that you're supposed to know more of these characters and more of their backstory of what's been going on. And then it's just like, no, nope, uh, that's kind of it. it. Stinks. Well, one thing I had to laugh at at the dialogue, did you catch it where I think it's about three quarters of the way through the game, maybe one of your last dialogues with her where he's like, well, I guess it looks like one last case for me. It's like, ah, it's so lame. Yeah. Like they had they had to say that just to justify the title just, of the just game be like, somehow. Hey guys, it's the name of the game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even done in a funny way. Like it was done too seriously. That's what bothered me. Like, I don't like yeah. this. Oh, well, actually, if now that I'm thinking about it, to make Liz happy, there is going to be one complaint I have about the companion. Uh it kind of annoyed me how often he kept saying Benedict. <laughs> like every time he talked to you, 
he would always say your name like at the end and like that actually kind of annoyed me a little bit it was kind of like okay um oh but there was a story trope that you always got annoyed with keith near the end of we're a buddy cop duo don't really like each other but at the end we're the best of buds oh absolutely he but i don't understand why i actually though the one thing i will say about that is i got the vibe more that I think they were just close friends from the beginning, and you don't really get it because I don't know because he's a demon, and so you just don't really assume. But it's like I think they're kind of friends all along, but I do know what you're saying, and it did kind of annoy me. Yeah, it just it's, once again. It's like, Wait, you don't like it when like two characters don't like each other, and at the end they do. It, like as Keith was yeah. saying, it's just a very overused trope. Yeah, like there's there's there are times that it works. I mean, in a movie, I. Probably one of my all-time favorites is the literal. That is what it is. A buddy cop movie is the the other guys with Will Ferrell and yeah, uh, Mark Mark, Mark there. Yeah, that that is absolutely hilarious. But it's that's what it is. And I don't know. I just in games it gets a little bit overused, right? And it's because it's always like you come to the last boss and they're like, no, we're gonna team up because we've been best friends all along and we never knew it. Ciao. See, my favorite is uh, Toy Story, Buzz Lightyear and Woody. They hate each other, but they become best friends, and they have a song about it. See, I always think of, I think it's it's called K-9. I I I knew you were going to do a dog cop movie. I knew (laughs) you were going to pick a dog cop movie. I was thinking either that. I I was thinking it was either that or Beethoven. No, the the Chuck Norris one. Oh, the Chuck Norris one. Oh, no, I was thinking maybe, yeah. I think I probably pictured Top Dog, was that what it's called? But K-9 was... No, K-9 was the one with Tom Hanks, wasn't it? What was the no, one with um Belu- with Belushi? Yeah, oh, it was, was it was Belushi yeah. then. Yeah, and he like him and the dog. Like the dog is just purposely making him mad. I just I don't know why I knew you were gonna pick some sort of movie of someone and a dog. I was like, yeah, like I said, <laughs> you I did maybe not. You, I don't even think you <gasps> oh, know Beethoven. that I've seen those movies. There was another one though with a dog. I thought. No, K nine was Jim Belushi. Yeah, Belushi. That's what I said. Oh, I thought you said with um. Chuck Norris. No, I said Top Dog, Chuck Norris, and oh, then K9 okay. was Belushi. Yes, okay. I think it was you Chuck Norris. You know multiple dog cop movies. Yeah. That's impressive. I just I know. knew Turner and Hooch. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember that one that much, but I know that I, I've watched it. That one is so sad. So, so sad. Well, K9 was almost sad. Spoiler, no! <laughs> <laughs> well, it came out Keith, like 30 first, years Keith, ago. Keith first technically spoiled, so you're okay. Okay, yeah. It, okay. Also, if you haven't seen it in 30 years, like, I mean. Yeah. At what point is a, uh, a spoilers allowed? There's actually, I forget the director's name, but he recently he was talking about how that there should never be spoilers. You should never, never talk about them. Cause oh, that I, sounds and, like a James Cameron if I've heard it. Well, yeah. they mentioned the Sixth Sense. Never spoil one of my movies. And how like people are like, oh, well, Sixth Sense came out forever ago. And he's like, but it could still like impact younger audiences or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's lame. That's Maybe, well, James I, I, don't get me wrong. I do kind of agree because one day I'm hoping to surprise our daughter with Star Wars for when she finally understands it. I'm just so mad about Star Wars. I know you are, but she likes it. Or at least Lego Star Wars. But anyway, uh, let's... Uh, achievements. You guys both 1,000 the game. Yeah. 32 achievements. I got 270 with uh, 12 achievements. 
and uh yeah <laughs> yeah so overall i agree i do think this game is great for achievement hunters uh, i was nervous that some of the achievements were bugged but no it actually worked i do think it's funny as keith mentioned that there is an achievement to not skip any of this cutscenes. uh wasn't there a funny story with that keith there is yeah no and, and so one of my favorite things about it is in the process of watching all of the cutscenes, you also have to watch the credits so as i'm watching through the credits i think i watched more of that than most of the actual cutscenes. um there was one that it came across and it was the achievement consultant, which kind of made me laugh as it is that they, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense. There's someone who has to design them, but I figured out why there was an achievement to watch all of them because apparently Mr. Achievement consultant also likes to skip things because it said achievement consultant slash cutscene skipper. <laughs> so apparently that was a shot at, at their own uh, achievement designer to say, hey, you know what? Do you want to get all of them? You have to watch the things you hate. And I like that. that yeah, that makes me like it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's just kind of a funny nod. And like we said, there's not that many cutscenes, but it is just kind of... It, that's the only achievement I would say to like pay attention to if you're playing this game. Because I think that's kind of like the only missable one. I think so, because you can't... There's actually... Like, you get the currency for killing enemies the first time. Yeah, but this game gives you the excess currency. Exactly. There's excess of every currency, and there's no achievement to collect everything. Yeah, so which is realistically, great. Yeah, I, I kind of appreciated that, um, especially in a game that has so many collectibles. I think I still got pretty much all of them anyways. But yeah. all that to say, it's yeah, it, it's it's pretty easy to do because I don't think there's anything missable. And, and you have an excess of currency to level everything up and, and all of that. So, Yeah, I think they did a fantastic job with the achievements in this game. Because that's exactly what I was expecting of like, oh, you gotta you know, collect every bit, bits, bits and pieces. Yes, they called it. They actually called it BNPs, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. But yeah, you absolutely don't have to do that. Or like, oh, beat the game without dying once. There's no crazy, stupid, hard achievements. So yeah, it's, it's a really solid game for achievement hunters. Especially too, if you put on the accessibilities, as we said, the accessibility options do not prohibit you from getting achievements well so that was going to be my question for for you what do you define as like and i know we always talk about like are the achievements fun you know we kind of grade them on these different things but like if you can a thousand a game pretty easily like this one what is your time criteria to say like this is worth it like 24 hours of gameplay to easily to pretty easily thousand it or i don't know 15 or less and you're happy with it i usually I don't know, because like it's it's hard for me. Very rarely do I play a game just strictly for achievements. Like I'm like this game sucks. It's a miserable time, but I want to get the achievements. So I always kind of see it as: is this game fun enough that I will stick through to the end just so I can get the achievements? Because there's been quite a bit of games of that. Of yeah, I will I will try to play this, keep playing this game because it's it's a, I can get a thousand at the end of this, and I'm going to keep going for it. So I don't know. That's kind of like more of my criteria than like actual time efficiency. Don't get me wrong. There is some, I do consider some time efficiency. Like, you know, if we played like the Witcher and you're looking at a 40, 50 hour game and you know, you're only getting like 600 gamer score, that kind of stinks. But usually if something's under like 15 hours and you can get a thousand, I think it's a really good achievement. Yeah. Game. Well, cause I'm just thinking, especially like if you, if you know, you go into this without really caring about the story too much and you're just like, I'm going to throw in the accessibility settings from, you know, first pick up the controller and you could probably, I bet you could probably break it down in about nine hours, especially if you did some walkthroughs. So, yeah. you, could probably no, do, you, you could probably do quicker. Yeah. You do immortality, oh, auto solve puzzles, and just running. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure somebody has speed run it down to like, I don't know, 
eight seconds or something. They're like, oh, boss. <laughs> but then you wouldn't be able to thousand it, though. I don't know. They'd find a way. <laughs> People are ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, so let's get into our final thoughts here. Uh, so I know I started really kind of complaining about this game. It, it just it just disappointed me. I wanted... It had so many good pieces. I love the environment. I love the story. I love these characters, the voice acting, the graphics. It was a really cool world. And I loved the puzzles. It's just the combat frustrated me. The ending of the story just felt so rushed that it just left me wanting more. And it just, unfortunately, just there wasn't else I could like learn more about this game to get more information. But I did enjoy my time. I really enjoyed the accessibility options in this game because it was kind of a fun pace of I'm trying, I'm having a hard time. Okay, now I'm just going to start making it a little bit easier for me to get through this. But it, it's it's not a bad game. Like I said, I gave it a game. It's, I enjoyed my time with it. It's a good uh, 72. Oh, man. It's a game I struggle with for, for scoring, and I, and I think it's because... Because it's not I mean, a well, yeah, it's not Ori. So, I mean, I, I will I will use that as an easy rating, but I, I know that drives Andrew and Liz crazy, but this is not Ori, so that's my first rating of this game. <laughs> my second rating, and, and the ultimate one that I get to, is that it's there's nothing overly wrong with the last case of, of Benedict Fox. It's just, it, it I mean, we said it at the beginning, it's lackluster, it kind of just slogged on and and felt boring at times and that's I, I i i stand by that if if the accessibility settings at least for me like when i'm reading it that it only makes it more fun to play it doesn't make it easier it doesn't it just makes it more fun because i'm like i don't have to really bother as as much that's where i don't appreciate it and that's where i i, I wish it just had more that i that wanted to suck me into it. Now that said, I, I did kind of, I don't know. Like I found myself wanting to go and pick it up and, and keep playing it. I did, So I did, I did appreciate it. You know, we never really talked about the weird butthole thing that you do with the monsters where you like pull the monster out of the butthole, the door. Oh uh, yeah. I just, I just thought about that. Door. I forgot about that. And, yeah. Andrew likes to talk about, you know, dog buttholes and stuff. And I, that just popped into my head. So <laughs> I don't know. Definitely that's just gonna be something that people randomly hear about in in my outro, I guess. Um, <laughs> it doesn't change my score. I just it, I was thinking about it as I was thinking about different things I did as I played <laughs> played the game. And just so buttholes, fairly. <laughs> no, not about them. I'm just I was replaying moments I had in that game, and I and I was like, boy, those were a really weird moment, and we just never talked about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think as a score. I think I give it a seventy-five, though. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's fun. I, I, I would say just don't don't be afraid to turn on the accessibility settings. I think I always say that, but don't be afraid to do it, even to like not necessarily make the game accessible in some ways, but just just to make it a little less boring. I think. Yeah. So, um, or or look things up. I, I I think I wasted too much time, or I could have just looked something up real quick, and I could have found the answer. So, yeah, I think seventy-five is a fair and uh, fair score for me. I feel like my score's too high. I was going to give it a 78. Cause, you gave it a pass. Wow. Well, because I also think, too, like, I like puzzles outside of video games. But I don't really like puzzle video games. So I have to give it some grace with that. Yeah. And then I love the graphics and the music. And I think the the main thing I didn't like that I didn't think was done well was the combat. So 
I can't really fault the game because I don't like puzzles. Because I think that there are pretty good puzzles. Yeah. And you right. zoom and stuff. But it's my, I don't like, think I liked it as much as you guys did. It's okay. You can still give a 78. Like that's. I think like for me, that's just what I thought like. Yeah, you thought it was a better still, game. It just yeah. wasn't for you. And looking at Metacritic, um, 71 and 8 for Series X and for Xbox One, TBD from critics, users 5.9. And oh, so many people talking about it being janky and bugs. I think that was the main issues that I saw with the game. Yeah. I think I actually did get stuck once somewhere. I can't remember. The, the thing that I forgot to mention, the thing that kind of kept me getting stuck was like the last ability you got where you could shoot away the like shadow water. I would do that, but my character wouldn't enter. Did you have that issue, Keith? Um, were you, were you able to like use it, your gun to like clear the waterfalls? I don't think I had any issue with it. No, it, you had to wait. It, you had to hit it like in a way that it would trigger like an animation. And if you didn't get the animation, then it wouldn't do it. But yeah, and I, I literally had to shut my game down and restart it and do it again. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. No, I didn't have that. But yeah, I, I think I recall getting stuck like once. In just like a weird spot, and then I just rebooted it, and it came back, and it was fine. Yeah. Anyway, so this, I think, will wrap it up for our uh, May games that we were all excited for. In the middle of June, as we do. Well, you know, stuff happens. Yeah. You know, it takes some time. <laughs> we got we got lives, kind of. <laughs> kind of. But Kids uh, have lives. I just, <laughs> just take the place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the bus driver. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll start getting back to the list of requests. So, if you have any, please go to GamePassGrabBack.com. You can find all of our stuff. Reach out to us any way you would like, prefer. Uh, please go to our Spotify. Give us a rating. We have officially dropped down to 4.5, so apparently we have pissed enough people off. And I guess people just don't want us to do this anymore. You know, if, if our rating's just going to go down, maybe we should just I'm quit. one of them. You made I blame me, you, Andrew. You made me play a game I didn't want to play, so I got really mad and just created a bunch of accounts. <laughs> it was you? <laughs> Liz got her sister in imagine? on it. Yep. She got her whole family on it. Like, <laughs> one star, one star, one star. She's trying to drop us, so we do quit. She's ready to just get be done with us. She's also, like, you know what? this isn't the last of the games that I was excited about. I just went to my list. There's still games. What else? Um, ARA History Untold. Oh, that uh, doesn't Light- really state. Well, it did originally say six. Yeah. Sort of um, Lightyear Frontier. Oh, yep. yeah, that got pushed back. And then Fallout 76. Oh, Fallout 76 was on your list? Well, we could play that. Yeah. Uh, I think we had actually a list of requests for that. Oh, yeah, was there, what was their new DLC it, or something? Uh, during the showcase, it was them showing the, the pet DLC. Okay, that's But right. then the recent showcase showed uh, Atlantic City. So they have a new one. But yeah. Okay. Um, I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird0952. I've been Keith. You can find him on Xbox Live at Little Fluffy. That me. Thanks, Andrew. I like good English there. That me. <laughs> that me. And I'm Liz the Noob, Gamertag, come on, I'm Dean, and I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob, NoobZW. And it's so hard to say that when you're looking right at me. It's like you're like <laughs> staring into my soul. <laughs> you're waiting for me to mess Hi. up. <laughs> mess, Hi, up mess up, mess up. <laughs> all right, everyone. Uh, we love you all, and Liz will do the elephant noise soon. Woo! Bye, Bye guys. <laughs>